0: Cyberpod, entry log, 77, Captain Garthline's recording, that's me, I'm the captain, yeah, look at me, I'm the captain now famous meme from uh, years ago I think I saw that guy in a movie last night also we are joined today by Dick Walsh and Martin sorry thank you uh, <laughs> experimental playwright and cool one time so, collaborators and uh, collaborator with uh, James Moore. And I'm going to pass it over to him and he'll explain uh, his relationship with Dick friendship some might say
1: <laughs> very mysterious relationship yeah are you yeah. gonna describe it? What? One day. Yeah, someone thought I was telling Martin someone thought we were off from the same island. They're a the new theater. Yeah. You
2: ever there? That? that was good.
1: That was a good story.
2: No, I don't was I No, you weren't there no, <laughs> but he, I he, but we, I
1: told you last night. we on Friday. I forget you were telling me. We, we met yeah. we
2: met this guy and he, he 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 kept going on with Martin Shari, what a great artist he was, what a wonderful And thing. you.
1: You were the selling point well, and then he was also like Martin's really good as well Who's this guy?
3: The guy from the new Anthony theater. Fox Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry Go on, Sorry Continue
2: But the follow up was the next day you went in looking for help um, Not looking for
3: help Oh yeah no it's coming back to me now Sorry yeah.
1: <laughs> What's the follow up there? And he goes to, he goes to you even though
2: you've got your like sophisticated uh Dunleary accent or Goldustown yeah. accent he goes are you from the same island as Martin and Dick
1: yeah and I was like no. yeah, yes yeah.
3: <laughs> you should have said that yeah. <laughs> island
1: of Ireland oh yeah I could have said that
3: are you guys from the same island
1: yeah Ireland that'd be it's cool it's a good
2: image like the three of us on an island yeah growing up together like
1: that'd be cool
0: should be like, oh yeah, by the way, the new setup is that uh, me and James are passing a, a microphone back and forward to each other. So if there's like a pause between uh, his hot takes and my hot takes, that's the reason why. Um, no, I wasn't interrupting it. No, I was no? saying if you grew up in an island, you'd be like that lad. Uh, you know, the one, he, people, the, the Irish stories written about him. You know, he writes those Irish stories, and him and his friend are getting, you read the book. It's on like, what's his name? His name's like Martin or something. Is that the one who's the, the one who's like Laskets getting drunk as f- Yeah, and Marsh is like his friend. 20 yeah. years grown. Uh, uh, okay. That's,
1: that's it's hour. your book, it's your whole comedy career is based around this book. No, that's what you mean. That's what he's talking about. No, he's talking about 20 years grown. Alright. By. What's his name? Sullivan.
4: There
1: you go. He became a policeman. He wrote a second book and it's called. This it wasn't horrible, like 20 years flowering or something. A flowering? Yeah, something like
3: that. Yeah, there's, and there's like four segments of 20 years, like 20 years. What, was that it? Yeah. He kept
1: writing it, but no one cared after he left the Iron Islands, because people The last sort of one was like, 20 years dying man. or something.
3: Like what? 60s, 80s, 20 years dying. Did he write that? Not too sure. Yeah. That'd
1: be cool. He became a police officer in England
3: oh yeah but he hated it and he moved Idiot. back ah. yeah I think you're mixing up some uh, a different story this guy from Connemara
1: no I'm not
3: the, well maybe well who's the guy from Connemara or maybe the Kerry guy went to Connemara like I know, some guy anyway, <laughs> left an island went to become a policeman in the UK hated it and moved back to Connemara Ah, was that not the
1: guy I'm not too sure yeah <laughs> Um.
2: Did the Irish do much in the police? They were big in the American police, but did the, the Brits have many Irish police officers? That's a historical fact.
3: Well, they had the Irish regiment. But it wouldn't, wouldn't be the same as America, obviously, because of the political history, you know.
2: Yeah, because the the North and everything, they wouldn't want Irish guys just signing up. They'd be like, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah
3: big
1: revulsion. Huh? It's a confusing, like when you're trying to vilify this whole group of people. <laughs> and one of them's breaking down your door, you know, <laughs> trying to arrest you. Yeah, yeah,
0: Um
2: you should say "thoughts" together. Every time, the time there's like, like yeah, yeah, that's a good idea.
0: Every, every, we're touching knees now. No, on no we're not. Uh,
3: We'd never do that. Um, say again, sorry should we go back to the Anthony Fox introduction?
0: Yeah, well, is he related to, uh, can we loop it into uh, you guys being in space somehow, you know? Being in space is like being on an island. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's the reason they're here today, folks. Um, <laughs>
2: what? English year is often described as a lunar landscape.
3: Yeah, actually, do you know, the, describe it uh, like that? Charlie Bird. Really? Why? because there's lots of rocks uh, and there's not many trees you what? there's lots of rocks and there's not many trees oh, it's really? like a car landscape like the burn you
4: know
3: oh I read about people from the
1: Shetlands uh, another set of islands and they were evacuated and they moved to the mainland and they had no trees on the Shetland Islands right and then were, a lot of them were put in, fire, in charge of the Forestry Commission. This group of people who had never seen a tree in their life. Like <laughs> 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 Those
0: there's, there's the famous stories about people who pick the cocoa beans and then they've never seen a bar of chocolate. And then they... Yeah. That is famous. Well, you know that as well. I'd never heard that story. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. No, but I was politely nodding along, pretending I hadn't heard it. But in fact, it's a well-known thing. Yeah. Um, there were all these farmers,
1: and they uh, this guy comes along and he goes. They are like harvesting beans. Yeah. And then this guy comes along and he's like, "This is what chocolate is, right?" And they all eat it, and they they they're it. like, "This is great." And then one of them uh, takes the wrapper. It's like a huge bar. Takes the wrapper, he folds it up, and he's like. I want to show this to my kids. So he's eaten the bar.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Look what I just ate.
0: It'd be amazing if uh, that was like, you know, movies. Like movie stars were like that. Yeah. Like, they're just going around acting all the time and then somebody goes and visits them and wherever they're being contained, all right? And they go like, here's, look look at my phone. And then they're showing them a trailer for the movie. like, oh my God. That's me. That's the thing I've been doing this for the whole time, do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: like
2: <laughs> James is losing the idea of the
1: microphone. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, in a horror film. Maybe the two of you
2: should just, like, just, just put your faces aside. I'm
1: not doing that. I'd rather not talk at all than do
0: that. Ask Dick a question, then. You just okay, so Dick, tell me about your latest work and uh, what you hoped? to t- okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me about uh, uh, anything you've done that doesn't involve James Moran, in, uh, not, not for ages, mm. not for a long time. Okay, uh,
4: this is yeah,
0: tell me about the uh, <laughs> danger man. Danger Man. Tell me about Danger Man, for those of you who didn't catch the start of that. Well,
2: that was done with Martin
0: Cherry. Nice. So that's a collab. They're both here with us today. The people behind Danger Man. Okay, tell us more. And um,
2: maybe Martin, you you could introduce it. Better than me.
3: Richard was interested in these kind of characters. The Danger Man is like someone in a party who talks at you as opposed to to you. (laughs) <laughs> um people find it difficult to get away from you know yeah, so yeah, yeah. he so took that character and um, he kind of foisted all these ideas upon the audience and yeah. do you want to say more about yeah, yeah
2: that's a good introduction um, the, the,
3: the, the, the idea was that danger men in
2: all our lives especially in Galway you know this card from yeah. Galway a lot of danger men and what they do is you can't escape of course you can always physically escape you could always run away but they use they're very tuned into polite codes of behaviour so that they can abuse those polite codes of behaviour you know Yeah. they know that if they ask you a question you have to answer they know if you
0: well one of those questions as James has just said off mic, uh, completely forgetting about microphone etiquette you know it's funny, it's the ir- irony of somebody who knows about social cues and that can use them to their advantage and somebody who doesn't know about them and can't use them to their advantage Okay, so what type of question would they you know <laughs> I don't know, is it a type of question or is it just the kind of energy where the, if,
2: the, if they, don't let, they don't let the conversation drop yeah. they, can, they can keep talking yeah yeah, yeah it's their it's their ability to not to not stop talking which is the which is the key isn't it
0: I had it I was one similar I was in a club in uh Dublin though okay and yeah. so um this guy was like talking at me for yeah. ages and ages and ages and there was nothing I could do to get him to stop talking and he was literally But why me, was that? Why couldn't you stop him talking? Um, Because he didn't leave any room for a pause and to, to kind of gather your thoughts or say oh you know yeah. you want to be like leave a clincher of like oh that's interesting, anyway I better go but he's never, he only got as far as interesting and then he would kind of keep, yeah cool. yeah, yeah yeah let me show you some pictures, I'm in the middle of telling a story. <laughs> I like this system, You'd this means that I, I, I don't have to But um... We should have had four mics. Yeah. yeah. Except James just this is couldn't though. be ours. you know? No, but sorry, no, what happened is uh, the only thing, the thing that I thought to do was to make a, a pass at him because he was like, this guy showing me pictures of like, his his kind of like, oh, here's that second-hand car I bought and it's like this Mazda whatever. And he, but he was like a very laddy kind of guy, okay? Yeah. And so then I was just like, oh, that's a handsome car. You know, you're a handsome man as well. You just have something like that, you know? Because oh I was God. just getting so bored of being polite, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I just made this pass at him.
4: <laughs> 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 uh,
0: for those of you who didn't hear that, James asked me whether I think gay, being gay is the opposite of being polite. And the answer to that is no, no it's, it's just I had <laughs> of like this guy's weakness, <laughs> and I thought that maybe he would get uncomfortable talking to me and then leave, you know, but instead, what ended up happening i I, was, I did it
2: last yeah. night as well i it was it was a bouncer checking people up he was doing, he was really good to at town at to checking people up, you know yeah. And I, I kind of said loudly to a friend, but I thought this was being ironic. I didn't even think, I thought he'd even get that I was joking. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I says, oh, great. I'm going to get a free
0: feel up, you know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then he didn't check me. He let me go through. Yeah, there you go.
4: Yeah.
0: No, but this, uh, this what happened to this guy is I say to him, um. But well, oh, am I the homophobe? Man. What? Am I the homophobe? No. Why? Why would you be a homophobe? Mm.
4: It
0: sounds playful. It doesn't sound like kind of. <laughs> So I don't
1: know I think somewhere repulsion. there's a
0: homophobe in that thing
1: you were like oh, I'll be as disgusted as possible <laughs> I'll, I'll be a gay person yeah so. <laughs> well I can know. I tell an embarrassing story, about, story. But can <laughs> I tell <laughs> it? Left, I, really I <laughs> can I tell a story about yeah, you uh, about you being a danger man oh yeah go on. no
0: yeah I, agree.
1: I so, agree so one time we're in a, a pub around the corner in film letters and a comedian you gather her was trying to leave. Is that her name? Ainyu. 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 And uh, she was like, Gareth was talking to her. And she's like, I have to go. Sorry, I have to go. She sort of interrupted you. Yeah. She got up, And then you were like, oh, sorry. I'm always interrupting people. Like, I know you're in a rush. But this other time, when I was, in, when I was talking to people for too long, and she was trying to go. Like, uh, this woman I was talking to was just trying to leave. And I was just talking to her. I was just spending ages to talk And you spent <laughs> And, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: you was just waiting for you to stop explaining. Sorry, sorry, we were like talking about this already, because I like yeah I you know God, I got too many things, but yeah, I, like usual i'm I'm always gabbing yeah, and then but that does happen where um I hate being alone with my own thoughts, and it's probably definitely an issue, so I just keep filling the air with words, you know yeah, yeah. and uh yeah, so I can totally see that, no I am a man one hundred percent, but um yeah, the sorry, with this guy, oh you, I want you to are to a, danger man. oh yeah, you uh, are a danger yeah. man, yeah.
2: I I just so say what
0: it. happened there, you have
2: to fill up the space with your own thoughts, that's Yeah, true. like, um, what goes on, because I've never actually, as in, had a danger man with a little bit of introspection, but you've, you've got a little bit of introspection.
0: Well, like, I don't know, I guess, uh, no, now I'm stuck <laughs> for words, huh?
3: <laughs> I suppose if you could explain yourself, you probably wouldn't be a danger man.
0: Maybe. maybe if I understood I think uh, the thing that would mean a danger man is somebody who lacks self-awareness you know what I mean who is like you know has the things that they're interested in talking about and insists on doing it for people but usually the thing I hold people captive with is common interests you know what I mean so people are like I I really have to go but we should talk about this later (laughs) yeah 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 Um, but yeah this like some people and
2: I don't know I don't know you very well Garso but Mm. some people are described as uh, being fond of their own voice
3: yeah but yeah. danger man is like someone who's never done therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I re- i I'm, di- I, mm.
0: so I was in the place and this guy with the car, he's showing me the pictures and everything, and then I made the pass at him, and then he was like, "Okay, yeah if you go doing that gay shit again, I'll fucking punch you in the head or something like that." Oh wow. And I was like, "Oh, okay, sorry." And then, and then he's like, "Anyway, so my Mazda here," and he just <laughs> kept talking to me. Well, <laughs> <And> I- <laughs> so yeah. Well, I think like The
3: Danger Man In itself Is not Enough for A a theatre show Like it was The metaphor Applying the Kind of metaphorical Potential of a Danger Man Into this The scene of a theatre show Where there's a contract Between An audience That has to behave Within the conventions And then Essentially Exploiting the Yeah, yeah, Yeah How did you exploit that? Um we, we we were thinking. Um, I don't
2: want to get the nitty gritty of him, but and I, I was thinking of uh, like Indy Kenny was a danger man. Oh uh, yeah. Do you remember that? You, you, you boys are young, but essentially everyone went, and the whole country went. Oh my God, right? Um, Fianna fall yeah. terrible. They've ruined the country. and We need a new a new a new a uh, new a new teacher. But Indy Kenny was really stupid. He was really stupid. was a, clearly a stupid guy. He came out TV. He, he was stupid. We were like, when country's in trouble we need at least somebody smart to be in charge yeah but Indikini knew how to exploit the kind of no nobody in Fine Gael could go up and say in the, by the way you're really stupid could you please just step aside you know like yeah. you're you only leader in Fine because there was only two people in Fine Gael at the point of the election mm. so is there a, you know could you just step aside like you know but yeah. Kenny held his ground kept talking absolute filth and um and in the end, he became the T-shirt of Ireland, like yeah. through the power of danger man, not through skill or through. through yeah, you know, he exploited the co- polite contract.
1: he's a big one for the stories. I hear that story about the man with the two pints. Yeah, you know that yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That desire to fill up space. But that, so was, that
2: was that was that was that was even after he'd been fully. That was that was in the kinney, like PR trained, ah. degree.
1: So what was he like in the early days? Oh, man, he,
2: he went and did a GFK impression on TV once. Oh, my God. What? what and he did the full, and, like, and, like, and, and, and Tobes was there. Was it wasn't even Tobes. It wasn't even Pat Kinney at that time. And, and they were mean? like, I, I'll do my GFK impression for you. <laughs> it's on late, late show, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and Tobes is like, uh, okay. And then, and then, I don't know, but it's like, it's like that whole speech, you know? That's not what your country can do for you.
1: He did the whole thing. Yeah, he did Songs the whole the African though. He did the like whole. 15 minutes on.
0: <laughs> he did seven minutes. The whole the thing mirror.
2: was absolute cringe. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: there was like a show. I can't remember what's face. One of the guys, the Appropriate Match Lads. Yeah. And he did one, but it, that was yeah the time you were talking about. He did a sketch where it was Enda Kenny's cribs, you know. Right. But it was exactly like you're talking about. He's going around and like, and then there's a on the the mantelpiece. There's a picture of a clown, and he's like pointing to like. Here's me having a laugh as a clown. <laughs> and then they go, how do we know that's you? You know, there's makeup on that guy. And then you just suddenly, sort of, listen, if someone from Fine Gael tells you that they're... As in, like, you know, that kind of bridge between, like, hey, he's like Bill Clinton playing the sax. And then becoming, like, I'm a seasoned diplomat and I'll stand up there. And, you know, and then he, he'll do his, like, bit of Irish spiel or whatever. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's funny because the difference between him and Leo, like, arguably, like both of them are kind of like people who stuck around long enough and were given the, you know, then, okay, I guess they're here for ages so they can be Taoiseach, you know? But with Leo, he's like, so purely data driven that he doesn't actually have any principles. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You find articles from him years ago just being completely pro-life, and then it's like, which way is it going? And then he wasn't really campaigning, but then was the campaign won in such a way he was all of a sudden he's at the you know Dublin Castle and he's hey everybody you know, like, <laughs> like and he's loving it. You know, um, yeah. nowhere to be seen now as well. And Simon Harris, like I mean, I'm not I'm not any anyways defending Simon Harris, but like at least after all said and done as well, he's still like in charge, I mean he's Minister for Health so of course he would be, but you know like Leo hasn't made any comment about legislating or anything like that, and yeah. it's weird how he he's he's still coasting on all the issues that Finnegale used to coast on, but he's tapped into kind of the ones that really people are getting reacting to, the but only because of the data, it. yeah, so yeah
1: uh, Who's your favourite Benjamin? Favourite one? Yeah or your least favourite? Oh yeah. In real life. do you even want to talk about *Angelman* anymore? Are you bored? You've been talking about this for like, it's like ten, a whole ten years,
4: right?
0: Eh? Like what? Like, what? Which, which, sorry, I which? I haven't
2: thought about it very much, so it's not—it's not on my brain. But
1: Martin. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, just who's your favourite? Ignore that one.
3: That off mic suggestion. We we didn't research them so much as who was who was famous. That was a. Was it's a hard to get a famous one because these guys couldn't be famous. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they, they couldn't have a proper interview. Do you think it's climb true? climb the ladder or whatever? You know, is yeah. it a Galway thing? You
1: know the thing about Galway being a graveyard yeah. of ambition. Is it that Seems to be it? a high
3: concentration of danger men in Galway at the moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and is it just because they all move there, and they want to talk about? It?
2: It's a very accommodating city. Yeah yeah very nice people you see i found that the people who understand the danger man concept very easily they're usually the, the nice people mm. and when i mentioned danger man to, to some people other people are a bit like a bit more rougher macho kind of guys yeah they're like what, who, what are you on about danger man what why do you just yeah. them to shut up you know like, like they they would just counter danger man just go yeah shut up you know Yeah. but the kind yeah. of polite nice people
0: Well, it's reliant on a social contract and if you're kind of like you know what i mean like there's there's yeah people who kind of wholesale just believe in this kind of like oh i have to be polite i have to do this but then like other people will definitely be in this kind of mindset of just like you know fuck, I come out on a Friday night, I'm not going to spend a talk to somebody yeah, yeah. fucking like. Yeah, you know yeah, you I mean? wouldn't be. They just say, here, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Simple as that, yeah. I was like, I, I talked about this before, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but when I went back to Galway and um, so when I went up to Dublin, like um, I was doing an arty crowd all of a sudden, so I was like, oh, I've got my pair of skinny jeans and shit and I went back down and um, but I met a friend of mine. It was, I was think, when I left secondary school, I noticed that all of the guys who bullied us started becoming friends with all the people that they were like, going, to mosher, fuck, you know, whatever. Because, like, there was, like, the drugs were happening. So it's like, well, I have to reconcile my differences with this person okay. to get drugs. The bullies or, and the victims had started yeah, to become exactly. friends. And then what ended up happening was my friend, who was there, he was like, oh, I'm going to a party afterwards, do you want to come? And then I was like, yeah, sure. But what ended up, the party ended up being, like, this fucking... Um, just a bunch of people like a bunch of lads like four or five sitting in this room like doing snorting lines of shit you know yeah. and then they were like do you want any and I was like no no I'm fine and then the guy's like baffled and then they were like no man if he doesn't want to do it just let him like he doesn't have to do it man we're, and he was trying to do this thing we're all like in it together and then they all just moved into a different room and left me
4: sitting there. And I was like,
0: all oh, right, well, that was. But before that happened, I was there, and uh, this guy came in, and he was like wearing like tracksuit bottoms and like this white t shirt with a stain on it, you know? Yeah. And he came over to me, and he was like doing the drugs. So he was in like a good spirit, and he had like, I think this is like the real Mary's mindset. You'll be able to get entirely, as in, what happens when you move into this into the college kind of place where you have to be more accepting of people but he was like out of it a little bit and he came over and he's like I'm really sorry man I'm really sorry but I i fucking hate your haircut you know and (laughs) i was like that's fine he's like and uh, please change your jeans because they're the worst and i was like that's okay and he's like i'm really sorry but it's just like (laughs) he like you know what i mean that part that was bred in mary's and that kind of thing was still wanted to really out of it but like what he knew that it's like no that's not how you talk to people anymore and like we're beyond it but it was just fucking burning a hole in them do you know what i mean and now the drugs had kind of allowed him to be like like we are, we're all friends but like man I hate you you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah no but that was I think that's yeah, what had part happened to him that.
2: was he'd become socialised to a point yeah he'd become socialised but the real him behind it all was still lurking still yeah. lurking yeah okay I don't
4: know
1: how to it. Yeah, I can say something
2: do you know what I, w- I was thinking there about, about um, the polite contract and how the, the bully doesn't doesn't understand danger man the yeah, yeah. good example, though, I think, was was um, was uh, Donald Trump. You know, Natalie G is talking to Donald Trump, and then Donald Trump just goes, "All right, buddy, okay, you've had your fun," and just like walks <laughs> off. You know, like, and 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 everyone kind of goes. Some people kind of, some people, not everybody, would go like, "Oh, well, look at Donald Trump. He was smarter than other people. Like he he cottoned on to the joke quicker mm-hmm. than, than Noam Chomsky and all that." But it wasn't because he was. it just he's just rude.
0: Yeah, yeah it's funny that rudeness know, is better yeah, than being smart he had nothing smart. to gain as well he had nothing to gain so he just no. like psh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. funny that you know Ricky Gervais years ago made like you know something about you know there's people like I just tell it like it is tell it like I see it you know yeah. and then he was like no you're not you're just being rude do you know what I mean yeah, and then yeah. it's so ironic that now years later he's literally made an entire hour and a half special about like how I'm too rude for you and you're just like oh this is straight you what know what saying? I mean Ricky Gervais yeah like he's become like this weird like anti-PC thing you know what? is he deep Dick really likes Ricky Gervais i not
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> why do you like him so much
2: I,
0: I, 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 uh, I think he's funny What about his current stuff? I, said,
4: I
1: haven't watched oh, yeah, it Garrett I, 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 said what about his current stuff I don't know what his current stuff is Yeah you do That's the stuff you've watched Did I? You watched his newest special No I didn't Did uh, I?
3: Yeah I think you did Humanity Yeah Is it good? No I haven't watched it You haven't watched it? I wouldn't watch it Why? I'm not a fan of his at the moment Never. At the moment? Yeah I liked his early stuff Like in extras and what, the office.
2: what about the BAFTA awards and the Academy awards and stuff? Do you like the way he, he insulted well, I everyone? I think it's quite
3: simplistic. I don't know why he's lauded as a hero for calling out these things. It's gauche, like, you know.
1: And then he got invited back the second year to do it. Yeah. So that sort of shows it was all just marketing, wasn't it? Like you can't do something subversive and then have them hire you. To do the same thing again, it, it,
0: it puts questions over it, like yeah. 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 I mean, and then like I think the the thing that put it down for me was uh, when they had their show. Life's too short, you know, the one the the Warwick Davis show. Oh, show? Yeah. and he acted as like Warwick's agent. So there's like there's a bit though where Johnny Depp comes on, and he there was a bit wasn't there one where it's like coming out on stage is multi Academy Award winning blah, blah blah actor Johnny Depp and Tim Allen, and then he just walks off. You know what I mean? Like, mm. the joke was always at Tim Allen's expense of how, like, he's, he's a hack and whatever. But then Johnny Depp appeared on this show going, nobody makes fun of Tim Allen on my watch, you know? All right. And it was kind of, but it was a joke, you know? But then, like you're saying, like, everybody's in on it. It's not like, you know, it's almost like, you know, for elites and stuff like that, there is a certain pressure valve and, like, hobnobbery, like, where where the public gets so annoyed that eventually they have to let a few jokes through, otherwise, they're going to end up getting be on the receiving end of something.
2: Like, in a, even a Stalinist regime will have,
0: yeah, like, exactly, have a satire. Oh, that, that was it. It was a great, it was a great, another podcast, uh, WTF with Mark Marin. Uh, James said not to mention other podcasts, but I'm going ahead anyway. But he was interviewing what's his face, you know, the guy who Yakov Smirnov, who was a, a Russian comedian who moved over.
1: He already got popular
0: in America. Yeah. He, he yeah. wasn't like a satirist of the USSR. No, sorry. But w- well he what happened is they used to back in the days in the USSR they had literally a department of jokes. Yeah. No you know you say he was saying like a Stalinist regime and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this is this is I'm elaborating. elaborating. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, but the idea was, he talks about it on the podcast and it's like, it's pretty, it's interesting enough, although like, you know, but he, but one of the things he mentions is uh, um, animal jokes being incredibly popular um, and that there was like, there was state sanctioned satirists, like you're saying, like one Mm. person who was allowed to make jokes at the expense, but they were heavily reviewed and monitored so that they weren't too... You know, but they knew that you needed a certain amount of that. So would it be you know? like, he'd be like, what did the chicken do when he met the cow? Yeah. And the cow,
2: everyone knew, was stealing, and the chicken yeah, yeah, was, yeah. The, was the proletariat. Well, what <laughs> happened,
0: he, he explains it, because he actually came up with this joke, and the joke was, and he apparently had to go to the Department of Jokes or Comedy or whatever and justify this joke, which was uh, an elephant marries an aunt. And then the elephant dies the next day. And the ant says, woe is me, um, only one honeymoon and now I have to spend the rest of my life digging a grave, you know? So it's just like, kind of, but apparently he had to justify it because the ant could be seen as a worker, you know what I mean? And the elephant could be seen as like the state or something or, you know, but he eventually managed to convince him it was just about an ant digging a big hole. No, I think that that was big yeah that yeah. could definitely be the state and yeah the, and the work. I think he was being incredibly yeah. subversive. so explain Yako Smirnov's joke, James demands well' it's, it's to say that, that
2: that life is follysome, and a state-sanctioned ceremony, right. aka marriage, can lead to detriment and a, and a life of misery for the end.: I had
1: a different idea you know that it was the revolution of the marriage. Yeah. Right. And then the elephant dies, and that's like the idea of the revolution. oh it's cleaner, yeah. And then they have to spend the next eighty years like managing the funeral of. Lenin this big day.
2: stupid idea. Yeah. Pretty
1: good. Pretty good. That's good. Yeah.
2: I think that guy was to be the fast talker. He talked his way out of out of a out of a reprimand by the Stalinist state. Yeah. I think he did win. Yeah. well. Yeah. probably just clearly a joke against the
3: Stalinists. Yeah. Think. It was life or that situation probably. Yeah.
1: Do you think you would have done well <laughs> in a uh, Stalinist? Uh, me? Yeah.
3: Martin. I don't think so, no. Uh, Too subversive. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Do you know I heard about... Um, I was listening to something about Bela Lugosi and his life. and uh, But like he started off as like... Where did he go? It wasn't saying. So He's was like where was he from? Does anyone remember? Romania. Hungary. I I think you were right. I think it was yeah, Romania. Transylvania. But. No, it was um, <laughs> it's actually Dracula. No, wa well, I think it was Hungary because or something like that because there was like basically uh, they were, get, came very close to like a socialist uprising, and then uh, some other faction came in, <laughs> which what pointing at Dick. <laughs> no. I don't have to make anything why, 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 why James believes himself an expert in, uh, in Dick's nuances you're like right? a dick
2: you're like a dick whisperer like
0: you know yeah. you're possibly
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, they're anyway the point was is that um, he put himself behind this movement that ended up falling apart and they started like killing playwrights and anybody subversive just like full on murdering people you know, oh. so he actually fled to some other country and then eventually made it to the United States, I think he fled to Austria or Germany and then he went to the States and I think it was just before like I can't remember if it was before World War II or something, but anyway the, that, that was the thing I was getting at is in like, yeah, playwrights in, you know, in Russia at that time, in the USSR uh, probably not gonna last long or am i incorrect i don't know history okay
2: there were some fantastic uh poets mm. uh in russia at the start
3: wasn't there mayakovsky have you have you read Mandelstam, famously sent to the siberia you what's know. that story he's a poet <laughs> and i don't stand this i, I don't know was a stand but like, all all artists back then, like Dostoevsky was sent as well, wasn't he? So was not for like,
2: debts, he, he owed people he money as opposed to...
3: No, I think he was part of some political under, underground group. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what Russian poets do
1: you like, Dick? I,
2: I, I haven't really read any... Do you know actually who... who do you know Buzz... and Andrei, Tarkovsky, Tarkovsky, Andrei Tarkovsky's father yeah. was a poet a res, a relative,
3: have you ever heard of him Mark? yeah Tarkovsky was a poet himself
1: yeah
2: and I read some of his poems recently yeah
3: what are they about? they're kind of like his films they're about nature and dreamlike you know yeah. and kind of mysterious but, uh, were they subversive or were they they were subversive because
2: they were spiritual in a sense they kind of hinted at religion
3: yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that much about Russia or Russian poetry. Okay. But, uh, po- Polish poetry, said Martin did? Yeah, I actually moved to Poland because I like Polish poetry. You did? And then when I got there, I realized no, no one Polish reads Polish poetry. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it is just like an export. Uh, it's just such a big country. Like like I I went to Lubin, which is Small kind of mining s- town okay, and um, like 90% of the people that work on the ground in these copper mines like they, they have no interest whatsoever in Cheswell or Mewash or, ah. or big of Herbert you think they'd need it most they, yeah they just don't have the time like uh, constantly working hard you know yeah I always think
1: they must have had like le- They had less time, so a poem would have done them longer.
3: Yeah, it's kind of strange, it's kind of propaganda because a lot of the buildings that they lived in, like high-rise flats, were named after poets. Really? Like, I lived in uh, Kanapitskia. Okay. And she came second in the competition to write the National Anthem. Yeah. But, like, none of the people living in these places were... It's... by and large like no yeah. one was into poetry because every class uh, that I tried to teach I'd bring it up like so are you, are you interested in poetry and they'd all just shake their heads
1: what did they like
3: the, the, bizarrely they are very into Irish music mm. really yeah the, there's a popular Polish song I love you like I love Ireland that's ah. the, the lyric and what does that mean um, I don't know, it's open to interpretation of those. <laughs> 'Cause they they love Ireland's like this safe kinda I don't know pure kinda place, you know, an island in the, in the surrounded by the Atlantic. Their idea of Ireland is tied up in the you know, you know, kinda some fairyland or something like that. Yeah
0: sorry
3: is it kind of rural
0: and like caffeine's and like all the have you have you ever been to that Murphy's ice cream place
3: yeah is it kind of like that almost you know? well their idea of Ireland yeah. is like that possibly uh, uh, I think it's just more simply that it's um. It, it's see Poland is landlocked by not landlocked but it's sandwiched between two powers that have kind of done a lot of harm you know so G- Germany Germany and Russia yeah. so um, Ireland for them is, is a mystical other place you know that ah. isn't sandwiched by Russia and Germany you know.
1: <laughs> that's the dream
3: possibly yeah but it's probably changed now now that they've come over here and gone back and so yeah like <laughs> and have heard
1: abuse of them all the time yeah did the, the you, reality uh, uh, did you think people would be going around reading poetry the whole time
3: no I thought they would uh, have had like a- an affection like like I imagine most Irish people to some degree are conscious of Seamus Heaney you know yeah but
1: but they weren't they were just like
3: like Chesa me Mewash would I thought would be the equivalent to that but it's not the same you know ah. but then it probably depends on where you go you know because this is a mining town like so there's probably somewhere in Ireland where no one cares about Seamus either.
1: Yeah, Dorset Street. Mm. Uh, is, it like, is it like that in Dorset Street? Yeah, that would be the sort of vibe up here.
3: In this apartment right now?
1: No, it's the whole street. Oh. Do you know who Seamus Sr. is?
3: Yeah. I but I do. Th- do you have an infection for Seamus Uh I find him a bit treakly. Um,
0: treakly, yeah? Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of. I I saw him perform one time, and but it was a weird one. It was Nikki Giovanni played before him. Do you know? Yeah. And uh, she read a lot more. She just like was doing a lot more kind of anecdotal stories off the top of her head, and then mixing it in with poems and talking about it. He was just doing like straight poems throughout. You know. Yeah. I know this. I mean, but I'm not really a, a poetry person anyway. But I was. I'm always drawn to more like really, like, concise stuff that's really, like, you know, just, I don't know. Short. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, you know what I mean? Like, terse or whatever I'm trying yeah, to get. A like haiku. Where, you like a haiku? Uh, well, I'm just saying, like, you know, I just want, like, to, to no no fat on anything. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, uh, there was a kind of, I think with Seamus Heaney, I always felt like, it's not a bad thing, it's just a personal preference, but he does have like a kind of love of words and kind of, they become very kind of, you know, heavy and, and, and also the subject matter is kind of like this very old Irish stuff, which I'm kind of also not spots, interested in United particularly. Spots, no? We were talking about, we already talked about it before with the the one with, the, he wrote the thing about, I'm going to dig with my pen or some shit. I can't remember.
4: I don't, yeah,
3: that's a, I think that's a caricature that is mm. probably unfair, you know? Yeah, no, that's it, fair. It's, it's his new, uh, there's an exhibition in the Bank of Ireland there, just recently opened. It's like a space you go in and you see everything to do with Seamus Heaney. Mm. It's well worth checking out.
0: Well, I give it a go because, like, say, I don't have much knowledge except for what you get in like secondary school, yeah. or watching stuff when you're 16, and then like that type of stuff. You just feel like, oh, f- fuck this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think like <laughs> I, if I was engaging again, I would pro- I would probably find something else worth yeah. You know,
3: like I think all the poetry I did in secondary school, uh, uh, I I never went back to. You know, like I did Yeats, and I was totally baffled by it. But when I went back to college much later on like it's only then that I started to appreciate it you know was he why
1: do people like Heaney like was there any was it just that he was the best of a thing or did
3: he bring it a new for me like there's a there's a there's a depth to it you know as well the musicality is there but more importantly there's a depth to the feeling that is quite rare and like yeah, like, he was the best of his generation, maybe, yeah. Yeah. But, but is he, like,
2: <clears throat> is he, like, the Anthony Gormley of the poetry world? In the, Who's that? You know, the Angel of the North. You know that statue in in Birmingham? Famous statue, Angel of the North, it's called. It just stands near the highway, and it looks like an angel, and it's got, like, the wings of a plane. Ah, this is. And good. everyone loves it, huh? That moved yeah. up, and everyone... Went, and it was, like... Because everyone had, like, spent the last 30 years searing this kind of shit, public art, you know, like, weird shit. Ah, some crap, you know? I think and it's then, divisive,
3: though. Not everyone loves it. Don't they? I don't know. I think it's, like, mm-hmm. people who, like, hate, <coughs> as
0: well, do you know what I mean? Oh, like, they big, say it's, like, a, oh, it's a... big, like, eyesore. Eyesore,
2: yeah. yeah. But, but, Seamusini got the, he of popular touch. I'm not trying to knock him saying he, was, he wasn't popular, but I remember at school, like, that line, what was it, you know, a four foot coffin a foot foot yeah. a year, yeah that's it you know, like these, are, like these are very emotive little lines you know that kind of
0: touch you you know what I mean, like I that there was one the one that I do remember because I remember like like I said like, yeah I was unfair probably with the the treacly thing but I think that was just from that but one I'm
2: kind of agreeing with you in a, in a wee way but
0: yeah not. no but there was one that like when he turned to stuff like he did the one where it was uh, the kittens being drowned and I know that there was like with whiz- scraggy shit <laughs> yeah and then there was a bit where like he described claws going off the side of a pail, a bucket pail or something like that yeah, yeah. and I would like say that was an image that also stuck with me and uh, and also that was like a, a depiction of Ireland that I kind of could agree with where it's like, it's brutal, do you know what I yeah, mean yeah. like, and I, I think like the parts that you'd see written up in like old Irish pubs or something like that you know what I mean, those would be the, the thing that leave the bad taste in my mouth to make me not yeah, want to yeah. go and look at it but you know, as you are saying, you know, once you start looking at it broader then there are parts to it they're a bit more dark and kind of you know Can that's I,
3: the problem like it's all these are these are kind of surfacey impressions but hmm. if you just read like his translation of Beowulf I heard like, that was good my uncle's always trying to get me to read that one yeah. actually yeah or Hinton the district in Circle Hinton Station Island hmm. they're all great
2: what's your rural background
3: my oh uh, I how,
2: how did you grow up or I, more.
0: yeah well I um, in,
2: a, in a farm
0: it's a, no no it's such a weird one because my mum's a, a, well, a women's studies lecturer she was and now she works as a, in NUIG as part of a group called Campus Engage Coordinate yeah and, uh, and were well, your grandparents farmers no well, my one of them was, but he was the kind of like he's a bit of a deadbeat, and they don't really like him. So, yeah. One of your grandparents was a, gran- was a farmer. He was, but he wasn't a very good farmer, and he was also a national school teacher as well. So he right. had like a small farm where he like reared kind of with moderate success, like I think some some cattle, you know. And
2: are you, are your parents? I'm giving you a deep 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 analysis. Here. That's fair. Are your
0: parents parents are they country people from the Ormore area? No, my dad is my dad is from Mayo. And he is, um, his parents owned a clothes shop in Claremorris, and then he's a, he's a solicitor in Galway. Uh. So, but also he's kind of like. Oh yeah, but then his parents sent him off to Black Rock when he was a uh, kid. Yeah, so yeah. he was in a boarding school in Dublin, where just being, which left a, a lasting impact, as and he still talks about it today. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he told me like it was really funny because when I when I was a kid, he would be telling me stories, and they were like awful. And now he's kind of going, oh, sure, I was a black rock boy, you know, kind of reminiscing like that. And it's like, I think he might have, like, internalized it somehow. But he told me this story about how they had, like, a coat hanger. And they would, like, heat up the coat hanger by moving it really quickly. And they would literally, like, whip and brand kids in (laughs) the dorm. So you'd be, like, working. And then back then it was, like, there was no idea of, like, you know, adolescence. It was, like, literally just, like... You know, he, he when he was boarding, there was only one day where he wasn't studying, and that was like Sunday, and they might go to the cinema. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, he did that for what was it, four or five years, and also living with people who would just you just you know, almost in a dorm sleeping next to people who could just whip you with a fucking coat hanger if it felt like it. You know what I mean? Like of course that's kind of so anyway the point is like he's around all these kind of affluent assholes because it was it was funny because when I was in secondary school I was like you know you know I was feeling pretty bullied and put upon myself and then but like it was this and it sounds bad but a lot of times when you're looking at these, these people it's like you know you he's almost like cosmic comeuppance is kind of like they're. The people who are like bullying me are, aren't necessarily going to go on to do anything. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Whereas all the people who bullied my dad are worth, he sees them as like, you know, they own like all of these they're businesses T- and they're T- huge. Like, and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I think Bob Geldof was like in two years above him oh, or something like rats. that. You know? Um, oh, yeah. My rural background, you Oh, what?
2: well, I didn't want to digress because this is fascinating stuff. But Sorry,
0: yeah. No, it was. To, to, to get I just was one what, what you were. But you found the, his idea
2: rural Ireland sickly or something. I, I chimed with it as well, Yeah, you
0: know? I think there was a bit of a kind of romanticisation. I probably said that wrong. Well, I, I, But also, like I say, I'm literally reading about three or four poems that I think to put on the fucking, you know, Leaving Cert or Junior yeah, Cert, yeah. you know what I mean? And my other experience was kind of like, like I know it sounds dumb but like as a kind of like 16 17 year old and you're sitting in a place and then Nikki Giovanni is on and she's kind of cribbing all these stories and talking about America and like this kind of very political and targeted poetry do you know what I mean and then afterwards talk he had he was I think he was promoting a collection that he'd recently done at that time so the change was like to rural Ireland it was it was very frustrating because it was kind of like you know I don't have it wasn't my interest you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, so yeah but um, I think I could appreciate it in a different way now but I haven't thought to look at it again you know yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you accused our generation of fetishizing the west didn't you no I accused you no, me personally
2: I, I I thought that you your of uh, you're part of um uh, uh, not your generation actually it's it's a long history in in in, in Dublin of of fetishizing romanticizing having your own angle on West of Ireland I don't have a problem with it but you know this goes back to like um, what
1: do you mean your own angle well you
2: you've you've got a fascination with Kerry yeah and the Blaskets yeah and you use it for comedy and you have a bit of a laugh and you kind of joke about it and yet you're it's fascinating for you yeah and you kind of love it okay and
1: it's not, it's so, it's not so different the, to, to, to... It's like um, the way I like the Sentinelese, you know, those guys. Like what? The Sentinelese.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they murdered so,
1: the missionary. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah? No. Yeah. Underman Islands.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those guys, yeah. What about, what about fetishizing? It's the same idea. It's like, I read about this, like, it was a joke.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you think they're you think they're monsters? You were I
1: don't think they're monsters.
2: And they walk around for a full day
1: without wearing shoes. Do they? And it's raining. Yeah, there's a guy who walks around <laughs> now wearing a jumper, yeah. most of the year. Yeah, yeah, my cousin.
2: Yeah, he, he's your cousin. That was telling you about him, or the, I didn't my neighbour and a cousin. Yeah, but uh, Another another funny one, about that was uh, in his house. Um, my great grandfather was born actually. And yeah. then my, my, my mother married my father, and there was like a farm there, and she moved into the, into the neighborhood. And then yeah. she was considered an outsider.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, it was weird. But you think there's a thing in Dublin that people like? What?
2: No. Oh, yeah, but anyway, the funnier I mean, story. I don't want to The thought. funnier story, but the more interesting story is my cousin, yeah, he, he's, well, he doesn't do it anymore, but when, he was, when we were younger, he was in his 40s or 50s or whatever. And as soon as, like, Mark would come, top off. And he was, like, bare-chested for, like, eight months of the year. Yeah, no, the, of the thing
1: year. I was interested in... Did not need a shirt. Did
2: not need a jacket.
1: Uh, but talk more about how you feel fetishized.
2: I feel fetishized.
1: fetishised. You say saying that people from Dublin fetishized the world. said so you, James. Mm. I said you. Yeah. I've, <laughs> you said there's a history of people in Dublin. Well, like... Uh, or did you mean just me? Um... It could be me.
2: I said that you were in the tradition. There's a tradition of it, you know? Okay. And and prior to you, there would have been like a whole load of things, like uh, bands like Clonet and all that that would have come from. I suppose that's still there, but you know, same time, they would have gone west. Yeah. You know,
0: Christy Moore would have gone down
2: to to West Cork and stuff.
0: One of the other things, like, people. This is, this is so funny to say, my, I just, my geography was really shit, okay, so I didn't know, that, and I remember, like, Kilkenny was, like, really cool and creative and blah, 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 and then once I found out it was in Leinster, it felt such a betrayal. It was, like, cause to <laughs> me, like, because people are, like, I was talking to somebody the last day, and she was, like, oh, yeah, I'm from the country, I'm from Wicklow, and I was, like, hmm, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's this yeah, thing, yeah, like, yeah. Leinster, it's, like, you know, I... I think uh, it, it's just so funny to me. I was talking about the You've different... internalized the discrimination. You just think it's just yeah, yeah, fake. Oh, yeah. That's what I feel. I feel it. But, like, the the funny thing was was uh, uh, one of our friends, uh, our mutual friends, uh, nah, 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 nah. Anyway, no, no, no. Anyway, normally somebody... listen to this anyway. You said that, didn't you? Okay, fine. Yeah, it's Hebrew. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Hebrew. Uh, okay, so Hebrew, if you hear this, apologies. But, uh, um, but uh, I heard... Um, Heber mentioned he was going Heber. down. Heber, my friend Heber. Heber? Uh, is he, is he, no. Is he Hebrew? <laughs> is he Hebrew? What's your first name? No, no, it's just a cool name. It's Scottish name, isn't it? Heber. But um is he in Dream Club? He is. That's the lad, yeah. But he like he was like um uh, he might be listening to this. I think he might be listening to this. That's why I didn't want him say it. But it's not disparaging. It's just that like, it's just how like. I Heber, think, if you hear this man, look. Sorry. Oh, he knows. He knows. He said it to me. Uh, he, well, he One time he called me, like, uh, uh, repressed and Catholic or something. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, this feeling of, like, you know... Well, first of all, I've never been baptized. And like I just told you there, like, yeah. my mum's a, a gender, you know, women's studies lecturer, a former one. And then my dad was a solicitor in Galway. So it's, like, just this incredibly kind of, like... Oh, we went to, we went to the first... My mum, my parents started... Well, helped start one of the first... Um, uh, multi-denominational schools in Galway do you know what I mean right, yeah, so yeah. like it just couldn't be further removed from that but it was exactly as you're saying the attitude is like oh, if you, oh you're from yeah cool you know what I mean yeah. and it's uh, every so often these like little betrayals of like oh I didn't I thought you thought of me one way but it turns out you think of me another like he did uh, another one as well where he's going down to Westport and uh, he was just telling Kayla like because Kayla's from Westport and he goes like it's my girlfriend sorry yeah. and she he just goes like you know yeah cool it'd be great to just get away from it all you know I and mean? it was like I live there you know what I mean? uh, so yeah I mean
1: where
0: sport is away
2: no, right. no 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 okay it I get this all the time I, I go I'm, so, so says, oh can we meet you we are doing it Saturday I said I'm going to Kerry great that must be great but it's you, well, you, you, you say that to me all the time going to carry. oh great 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 you're going to carry
1: I never <laughs> have said
2: that to you <laughs> well, the, the, I the, the likes of you say it and people say <laughs> the, the likes of you as a double people like say oh great and they say all the time and I and I, I go I'm going home to your, your family aka hey, 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 you know hell and and um as it is for everybody and uh, it's it's not a, it's not it's not going away to like relax and just like freshen my mind and just uh yeah, and uh, and uh, you know
1: just yeah but Heber doesn't live in Westport but you you, you his girlfriend does you're, yeah but, but at the same Heber time you're going back it. to
2: your girlfriend's so gaff like no, the in-laws he, no
1: if Heber is going to Westport that's getting away oh it is yeah see there's a double were you saying
0: it wasn't him getting away
1: no, sorry, what, what are you saying? saying
0: is like, it's just that weird thing where your spires go up, where it's like, somebody's talking about your hometown is in like, oh, it's this retreat, it's just the but way. Or More is your hometown. No, but I'm mentioning it, that this is what happened with Kayla, so Kayla oh, got kind of yeah. like, but it was, uh, it, well, she didn't get annoyed, but is she? <laughs> I someone's
1: like good, if someone's like, I'm going on
0: holiday to Ballyvonium. I'd be and
1: like, uh, fair like, Yeah, that's her holiday. That's where I live. You know.
2: No, <laughs> oh, but that'd be stupid because Betty when it was a holiday
1: town. Yeah, I mean. exactly. So right. is was <laughs> for. You know,
0: well, you're de- you're deliberately misconstruing this kind of like. Yeah. I don't even care that was. She wasn't it. like. She wasn't like gobsmacked that he was thinking no (laughs) no no it wasn't like it wasn't it was this it wasn't a rational feeling but she was acknowledging it as a feeling where it's kind of like where somebody is kind of saying like I just gotta get away from it all and go down to this place and it's like it was almost like but I think it was the other thing about it which was like it it was this feeling of going back to nature as in like going to this town do you know what I mean which is like you know people grow up and have lives and they've died there and there's graveyards and stuff and it's like it's this idea of just going like you're from the same island but you can just be like I'm just gonna really retreat from society and go down to this this place, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Heber, apologies for literally bitching about you for ten minutes, but I think that's I think it's more just to talk about a uh, a mindset or this thing that you kind of come up to the city and we're like we're all Irish guys hanging out, but then all yeah. of a sudden you realize like oh no they they see me as a, a bit different or something, you know? People of
1: the country are the worst for
0: that. Though.
1: They come up and they. Like there, <laughs> it's not like they go, oh, "We're all Irish," than the Dublin ones go. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like you were talking yeah. about a Leinster divide, a divide between Leinster and the other three provinces. So it's not like you see everyone as Irish either.
0: That has become come from years of incubation in the Dublin scene, okay? Where you just, I came up to go to college and literally I was like, I'm an animation person and I'm really fed up of being in Galway where like, I, I remember having a, like, a f- like, this is so dumb, but it did stick out in my mind as like, what the fuck am I doing here? Where this guy was like, oh, Family Guy's better than The Simpsons. uh, it's Simpsons shit now. And I was like, oh yeah but like Simpsons had like nine seasons that were very good and it was mm. consistent for a long time and at this time a family guy only had four and it was starting to show its edges and so I was saying this and he's like, no, shut up, shut up, you're wrong, no, no literally like, oh, you're always complaining you're always complaining, and I was like, I'm not complaining oh, no, you're complaining about complaining and it was just this feeling of like, okay I'm gonna go up to Dublin, and this is where I I meet my kin, you know what I mean and then you just like, start talking to them and then you suddenly realise like, oh they will never see me as an equal, (laughs) you (laughs) know they can't stop mentioning
2: the fact that you're from Galway, probably yeah, no, that's it,
0: and it's just this feeling of like, I never felt like I was entirely from. go away so the idea of being always associated with this yeah, yeah. a strange one but at the same time like you I know, had that for it took me flipping ages yeah, yeah, like I'm
2: used to it no but I'm 36 because yeah. I didn't think it was, I was like a carry man or something
4: and
0: every
2: fucking this is carry man carry man
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but you also I, I like it now I enjoy yeah, it yeah same you know? the fucked up thing is I kind of learned to embrace it I was yeah. like so resistant to it but then I started to think I know this is uh, like this is also dumb but just that like you, the type of stuff that I had to hunt down and try and find, you know what I mean, like even like Arrested Development or like shows back then where you're Mm -hmm. just like, you know oh I I know this thing and then you would like come up there and they'd be like, oh yeah I used to listen to that or used to watch that and you're just like they just find it quaint that you did and I was like thinking about like, I had to try really hard to find this stuff because like nobody told me about it, you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like I, like, so you know, I, I guess it does give you yeah, like uh, the, I, I had all these characters I created as well and I was determined to not have them be from Galway and then they, when I was a teen and I still work with the like use the characters and stories and stuff yeah. and now they've got more and more Galway the further it comes along because I like they're just like I just uh, become more fascinated with like what is their obsession with it and then what's my hatred for it like and is was there a point where I liked it and then what is that anymore and all that so anyway yeah anyway. yeah there's a whole thing. It's a complex that's created by coming here. Yeah,
4: identity
1: politics.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a is this is called uh, rural Ireland identity politics.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I won't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't have it on this show. Why not? Because uh, we're in space and we've got to th- be on that. Because like. so I don't think it's real. What time is it? No. How long have we been doing this? An hour? Dick Day- has Day- uh, no, oh, a. Oh, no, no, no. no. I was non- enjoying the banter.
0: I was enjoying the banter. Oh, really? okay well there's but, one thing I want to say as well because we did a review of Dublin Old School and I was walking back with the, I the oh yeah well I mean, I'm going to close but um, we uh, I was just having the mic between us a bit more so yeah. that. okay but when we were walking back it was me and you and Connor Barry alright so like and I was just kind of laying into this thing of feeling like you know uh, is this the film though? yeah the film oh. I haven't seen the play although I heard it's good but um yeah no have you seen it you've seen it is it yeah. good or
3: yeah I enjoyed it did you like Dream God by the way did you like Dream God um, I, I just saw some YouTube <coughs> videos and I liked them yeah okay sorry to interrupt no you weren't Um, but uh, there was Uh, we
0: were walking back and then I kind of we were like all oh, kind of on the same page and like talking about like Emma Kerwin and just kind of feeling like you know but then I got into the fire <laughs> of like you know, where we, um... I started talking about Dublin, do you know what I mean? Of, like, this... I can't remember what it was, but either way, I remember we were just, like, over there on that street and it was, like, I had kind of gotten away from myself and it was just, like, talking about, like, this, this... Feeling like they're uh, they're always making these films set in Dublin with the kind of idea that you know what Dublin is all the time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it'll be like you walk down Moore Street, you find something. You walk down, and I was like, I don't know what the, like. There is uh, growing up in Galway. No, okay. Well, Adam and Paul. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about there is a certain attitude. What about attitude. like coppers? Like people are always going by oh
2: yeah, see," and anarchy yeah, yeah. Always making joke. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. It's in Dublin. And they keep going on about coppers as if we're all about coppers. Yeah. If you haven't ever been to Dublin you don't even know Everyone about coppers. They literally do. They don't. They, don't. they do. They do. They I didn't know about coppers before I came to Dublin.
1: Well, you're the exception well, you come down right. Westport or wherever and you get off the bus why, why, why would it be because everyone that. in Dublin goes on about it all the time no way yeah. no way yeah. it's chicken and the egg uh, <laughs> I don't think so and the chicken is uh, my version because it because it came first <laughs> where do you where do you want them to talk about Foundry in <laughs> Carlo <laughs> no which or is where? like say or, Copper's Death Nightclub in Dublin everyone knows it it's like no, a everyone in Dublin knows about of it. Of country nightlife. No, I'm <laughs> no, I'm talking. What about What about There was what about, what about um, Grafton Street? There was a people uh, don't talk about Grafton Street. <laughs> do when have Dublin. you ever heard They're anyone They're And also, about, all oh,
2: go to Grafton Street, meet people in Grafton Street. I was never going. Who? To, read who? Who, to, who to, says that? Readersound Independent. Have you ever read the Sunday Independent? Barry yeah. Eagle or something People like that. People
1: in the country don't read the Sunday Independent. <laughs> they have to read they the Sunday don't. Independent. They You're
2: forced to. Every yeah. house in, in the country they gets just Sunday, read independent the Irish independent Sunday Independent on the Sunday. No, you have Monday to read it. Monday to Friday. Then they no, leave the No, you can the Sunday Times. Because that's an. I English never paper. said they read. And it's also, only the Sunday Independent, and the Hark Examiner doesn't do doesn't do a Sunday newspaper, does it? So, they, so it's only the Sunday Independent, uh, and it's follow and you have to read Barry Egan, and he's talking about Dublin that's things, one like conference. Lily Bordellos. So here we have. One, I, don't, I don't even one know where Lily is. Do you know where Lily Bordello yes, is? Yes,
1: I do. Where is Lily bordello It's on Grafton Street.
2: You see, you know, because you're from Dublin. No, I know. Do you know? Have you ever heard of Lily Bordellos? No. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> yeah. he's from Galway. Lily Bordellos. I don't even know
1: where it is. Okay, sorry. But then there was. And then I'm reading
2: the Sunday Independent, and it says you have to know where it is. It's like it doesn't even have a shorthand. It doesn't even call it Lily Bordellos. It doesn't even call it Lily Lily Bordellos. It calls it Lilies. Okay. Oh I right, a break right, night at right, right! I was at Lily's the other night. Yeah.
1: Okay. There was that's uh, one column. Kayla That's literally in, one column. Um, so you mentioned 4T. you mentioned and you stop talking. Uh, You've had name? enough. You mentioned <laughs> what, uh, Dublin Old School, which is Dublin in the name. So obviously it's going to be no. no I'm just saying and then that you have there this is one column oh in a national newspaper that <laughs> mentions <laughs> you know Lily's Bordello. Lily
2: Bordello's man. It's just. It's just. You're meant to know everything about it, and it's
0: probably hell. I don't want to know anything about it. It is hell. But instantly, Kayla did a a column
1: um, where she had to go and do
0: fashion for Ireland, okay? But then, of course, like it's RTE, so they just go to like Stephen's Green and just be interviewing people around yeah, the place. And uh, that was a, th- a thing. Uh, looking from uh, that, everything is Dublin-centric. It's the nation's capital. I mean, what you're going to do? But at the same time, like, yeah, the, there the, was a the, moment. The, real you got capital. To do. It's not the real capital point. Oh, yeah. But what's the, what's the idea of like, we—I was there, Absolutely. and I just started giving out about like this kind of Dublin thing, and then both of them were just saying to me like, if, in relation to Dublin Old School and then both of them were, like, well, we're we're both from south but it was a yeah. thing I like forgot for a second that I was like I just presumed that they would have this mindset of like but you know how everybody secretly hates you know Dublin you know and it's like no do you know what I mean it's yeah, like yeah. Uh, there's a yeah
1: we're the only ones who aren't allowed to defend. it you know what I mean it's like when Kayla was annoyed about Westport that was okay and you're annoyed about Kerry it's like when well, I'm annoyed about you making fun of Dublin old school you know suddenly I'm not allowed what are you you're... I'm not allowed to speak well, because <laughs> you...
0: Dublin has been allowed to speak for too long, let's say, you know?
1: All the major poets are from outside of Dublin.
0: Yeah.
1: Isn't that true? Is that true? I'm yes. M- if you, Hang on. Poetry you, you, expert. You, you, <laughs> who, who are the major poets? Heaney.
2: From Derry. the city.
1: Costello. Who? Is that his name? Costello. Yeah, is that it's
2: what? Our first written prime minister or Taoiseach or something?
1: Yeah, yeah Uh... Higgins His name is I don't know what his name is he was on that even sir Eddie Kavanagh uh,
3: yeah. I think like, Paul Muldoon is for a big name at the moment where's he from Armagh
1: okay so I've been proved right the north well, the north is taken over in a big way um, yeah uh, so but hang on uh, oh, hey oh, uh, So I just like to say that Garrett said that Dublin were the only people allowed to speak and I just said that and I said oh the vast majority of popular poets have been from Poets Poets work bloody hard to to, to
2: listen to like you
1: know I'm not saying they don't I'm just saying none of them are from Dublin
2: You can't compare Gayburn, Ryan Turbardy, all these same thing with loudmouths from Dublin Who else?
1: Joe Joe Duffy Okay it's Uh, from Dublin Gayburn Jory Ryan Gayburn's all from Dublin Huh? I don't think Byrne's from Dublin. Byrne is Dublin, Dublin to he's the he's core, man. He's from Bray.
2: He's not. He's that's No he's not. He's not he's not, he's from Harold's Cross. He's from Harold's Cross around is there. He? Yeah. Sure? His father worked in Guinness's. Yeah. Ah. Uh, no, yeah. all of them, they're all dubs. They're all dubs. Ray Darcy's the only Colche and he's from just in all over the border until there. Okay.
0: Leinster, telling you. That's what it is also. It's Leinster domination, yeah. You know, <laughs> Leo Varadkar. He problem. He's a dub. Although Andrew was from Castle Bar, so you know my favourite thing that happened with Enda is that when he got voted back in after he called everybody in his constituency a bunch of whingers yeah yeah and they just like love a bit. I mean again it's just like I know we're talking about like city versus country basically but that is another thing where it's like you know what we don't like him but we also know that you don't like him so we'll keep putting him in anyway you know? <laughs> Cause yeah, it's yeah. like yeah well I mean you know. <laughs> no I'm not going to repeat that yeah, James said off the uh, record Tom Petty he said Tom Petty. Uh, James agreed with me, I presume. With Tom Petty, I don't know why he brought him up at all. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's... I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. What,
4: what,
3: what is identity politics? It's, uh,
0: It's...
2: Yeah, yeah, go on. You, you, you're young, lads. You're...
1: Gareth, you listen to Traffa, Traffas. <laughs> What's...
2: It's based around, um... Uh, on 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 on, on uh, how would you s- well it obviously started with with first and foremost it would have started with uh, black people in America kind of you know, looking for rights. Yeah. Well before they looked for their looked for their rights, their rights were taken away from them. So that was that was done on an on an identity basis. Yeah. And then you would have had laws that were so the laws came first, right? Against gay people. Outlawing sodomy. Uh-huh. So, the identity politics started with the with the baddies. Yeah. And then the goodies. Okay. Had to fight the baddies.
1: Ah, uh, interesting on, take.
2: on their, on their terms, <laughs> on yeah. The conversation. Yeah. So all these right wing guys and go they, on and say, "Oh, PC gone mad. Oh, <laughs> racial identity, identity politics. What a load of crap." Actually, the baddies invented it.
1: Oh uh, yeah, but sometimes you think change and morph. You know what I mean? So it's like it started in one place, moved to another. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you can't learn everything from history is what I'm trying to say here.
0: Um. Yeah, no, identity politics aren't in themselves bad. It's only when they're co-opted. Do you know what I mean? That's what yeah. we're kind of getting, like, as in... Wait, was that even what we were talking about? But it's essentially, like, it's a veneer of kind of, like you know like okay so let's say that they're like economic solutions or like there are political solutions to problems and stuff like that identity politics can sometimes be used as a badge by people to say like i support these issues yeah. even though i support the broad framework that would disenfranchise all these people anyway uh, yeah, yeah yeah so that's like how I, it's become, i'm really
2: for gay for like um, yeah you know um i really want to help immigrants yeah but yeah. i also also, Love capitalism and yeah, exactly, and
0: direct provision or like military. Yeah.
1: But anyway, my my my. it? Identity politics. Well, like it's no coincidence
2: that that uh, that uh, uh, how is identity politics because it's helping one identity group.
1: What's the group? I'm not.
2: Well, like uh for which one? For like gay marriage was a nice easy one like anyone can get behind gay marriage yeah at the same time as let's say Leo Varadkar he he likes gay marriage Uh but he also loves private property markets and uh, he loves um, you know allowing the free flow of capital and vulture funds and all yeah. this stuff as well. He
0: loves all that stuff. Well, not to mention as well, like, there's, that. Always, there's, always this of, sorry, there's always thing made of... Sorry, always thing made of how he's, like, the son of immigrants. You know what I mean? Right. But then, like... Like you say, he is a capitalist, so he will, uh, like and like there's no word on his end of direct provision or anything like that or yeah, yeah. like a homelessness a big issue that would affect it not it wasn't not homelessness but like the price yeah, a, lot of, a lot of immigrants
2: are homeless you know like a lot, yeah. a lot of them stuff, uh,
0: But also like the 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 uh, immigrants who'd be in situations where they're paying like 750 a month to stay in you know a bed with four bunk beds and like five other people do you know what i mean yeah. so that means two people are sharing in case you're counting there you know um but um but you know what I mean, yeah, it's that thing. So we were talking about uh, what are identity politics. Well, identity politics are obviously, like, a valuable thing in one way where it's like, you know, they are protecting the rights of, like, an, uh, people who identify as a, a party that's discriminated against and, you know, a, well, you know what I mean, like, who are. And the party we're talking about is... is, yeah. is, uh, is Country people in the Irish yeah, state So there you go. So country people are discriminated against uh, because on mass yeah because the power is located in uh, Dublin where the media is also located primarily, and uh, yeah. So what's the what's the
2: following point to the question though? You you asked the question,
3: Sorry, Martin. The following
2: yeah. You said well, it was it, it was politics and the three of us just just went on. rambled.
3: Yeah, two of you. I suppose that that was the answer. (laughs) Do you actually know what it is after that
1: tirade? That politically charged tirade?
3: (laughs) I'm not too sure what the difference between identity politics is and politics. I think it's it's about, it's like looking at the political
1: landscape with regards to your own identity.
3: Well, like, what's an example of that in action, maybe? Uh...
1: Yeah, the referendum or like uh travellers' rights would be identity politics. So it's not like most times time it's grand but like it can't be the only way you look at politics because yeah. then you're sort of only fighting for your corner. Uh you know. And you sort of compete in in a media landscape that has limited attention. Is so, it like
3: populism,
0: is it? Uh of populism these days, you know, is it? Oh. Um, because they're popular movements. Do you know what I mean? It's like, populism is kind of getting a bad rep as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, there is right-wing populism, and then there is, like, populism is in a position that's well-liked by the majority of people. Do you know what I mean?
1: Populism is, a, like, it's primarily popular, and uh, what would you call it? The, play, the rigor or come second. Wouldn't that be fair to say? Well,
3: but, I, I understand populism as, like, someone a uh, impo- powerful person uh, claiming to advocate on behalf ordinary people, you know? Yeah. That's the kind of vehicle in which they get into power, you know? Does it have to be sincere
1: and sincere? Oh,
3: it, invariably it's insincere. Like, th- that's the whole paradox, that these in um, powerful people usually billionaires claim to be of the people you know yeah and for some bizarre reason that's boss you know uh. so but uh, yeah I'm just unsure still about identity politics. give because it it, it's okay. ba- it's a term like bandied around quite a lot like you know? well identity I mean well identity politics I think is
0: um is it a new just thing? Used it as a, I, well, I think it's a. Um, I don't know if it's new. I just I see it on Twitter all the time. So, um, and I'm not an educated man. I mean, I'm in I mean, I was in animation. So, like, you're animated educated. Yeah, I know that. You know, I, I can tell you, you're it. Chuck Jones from your Tex Avery's, but uh, <laughs> no, that's bullshit. But uh, there's, but anyway, the point I'm getting at is, that I think it's a broad strokes term for anything that um, is. Yeah, like discriminating against somebody who identifies as a certain gender or, uh, you know, has, has a sexual orientation of, a, yeah. you know, or so Black Lives Matter would. Be yeah, that would those. be like identity politics as oh, well. Okay. But then, like, what happens is those are like can be co opted by other people. Again, like, let's say, for example, like with the marriage equality referendum, it's like you can have people who. Have not done anything for to pro- progress the lives of um, same sex uh, couples, or, or you know, yeah, and, whatever, yeah, yeah. and could then become very vocal during the referendum. Yeah, yeah. and happens, yeah. identity politics covers the part where it's like you know, oh, we're writing legislation that affects their lives, but it doesn't necessarily encompass the part where it's like, oh, I don't know, like this is a bad example, but let's say this in this completely hypothetical situation that like they were allowed to get married, but then, for some reason, it was like, oh no, you can't visit them in hospital or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, uh, no, actually, so that still encompasses identity politics. I don't know, do you know what I'm getting at, is in, like, that there's, there's identity politics where you're talking about a person's identity and representing them, but then where you use it um, to, to gain um, points for yourself, and then kind of drop the cause as soon as it's not politically viable yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore and it's not in the public eye. So the populism element would be, and this sounds bad, but like I know that Vradker was like pretty much like gay, but like not talking about it. And then the referendum was kind of happening, and he was kind of on the verge, essentially, of getting outed because it was going to become politically viable for somebody to go, well, aren't you a hypocrite? You know, if you have this position and you know. No, no, they
2: never wrote it. Okay, loads, really? There's okay, There's loads right. of uh, politicians who, who have never come out.
0: Right. Okay, so... so, so, so our pres- or president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just feeling like, did he come... Because when I started to hear about him being gay and stuff, it was, was kind of almost like, you know, taking a, like, yeah, I'm gay, and kind of trying to yeah. take a step back and not owning it. And then once he saw that it was becoming successful, this is Vradker, sorry, then he kind of leaned into it and became kind of... He
4: ever leaned into
1: it. Like, it's not like he spends a lot of time talking about it. Him being. He doesn't really no. talk about himself at all. I just think he, he kind of—I think he,
2: to be a leader of the country, I think he—I he, uh, don't know. Okay, let's let's be let's let's be. But I think he wants to have a connection with the people, you know. Yeah. And so to be honest, it might be his personality just to be upfront, you know. And so it wasn't too much of a risk, but it probably was a risk for him to kind of come out and say, "Look, I've got a long-term boyfriend, and I'm a conservative oh, yeah. gay man." Oh, yeah. And um, and so this is who I am, and when I become elected, I'm not going to get married to a woman. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, take me as you have me or something.
0: Well, I felt because he like, really wanted to be Taoiseach
2: like He wasn't going to sit around and not be Taoiseach shirt
0: Well, I think his reputation, and especially when you think of like the whole welfare sponging thing and stuff like that, where he just like coming out against welfare cheats, and then he was doing like the pro life thing like a few years back. Like, I felt that he, when
1: he, does, he did that, but. Maybe I'm wrong with my timeline, but he did a lot of that stuff when he was very young, way before he was, like, Minister for Health or anything. I what, the welfare cheats? <laughs> no, 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 right before no, he not, got elected. Not the welfare cheats, they're, so like, being pro-life or being against gay marriage.
0: Pro-life was when he was Minister for
1: Health. Yeah. So, and, yeah, and and also
2: before he became elected as, as a Fine Gael uh, leader, he, yeah. was, he said, I'm a pro-life. Oh, yeah, he was very clear. He was
0: going... Hmm. But he, what what happened uh, that I felt that he had, you know, he still is. He's a stuffy individual. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But then, uh, the thing about him being gay actually made him more endearing. And I don't think like he leaned into it as in like I'm, you know, hey everybody, I'm I'm dating the man up on the podium. But like things like showing up at the Pride Parade and like also at the day after referendum, they put you in a position to basically be, oh, I'm a young fresh face I hit all of these notes for people. I'm the son of immigrant. I'm gay you know and then he goes in but actually his positions are incredibly rigid Do you know what I mean and then the other thing that he did was uh was the fucking uh, he's borrowing Trudeau's kind of shit of like you know tweeting at like Micheál Martin going like uh here's a letter I've sent you I want full this you know what I mean and oh yeah. look at my fucking coloredy socks etc you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. but ultimately he's he's anybody who's not social, uh, social on social media my and which is the majority of like kind of rural yeah. Ireland or people who got involved in the last few referendums you know <laughs> yeah. these uh, maybe they'd play a trick on you I know that I was watching an episode of that show First Dates the Irish one mm-hmm. and there was a gay guy on it who said that he was he thought Leo Vragker was alright you know and he was like oh he's so gorgeous and I just love power as well and all this and you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and I just have this feeling like you know
2: like Leo's alright but Leo's boyfriend is a very handsome man I've heard
0: <laughs> seen but I haven't seen him, so I don't know. I hear he's a him. very nice man as so. well. So anyway, but, uh, tr- no, but like... He's a handsome, like, yeah, yeah. And you, got, you know, Leo's got a bit of charm, but... Yeah, oh, he's he, bit, like... He's done well. And then he's... But wait, sorry. Another thing I want to put out really quick. I think we might have done this before, but he like... He... Identity politics again. Like, he's, he is very robotic and data-driven to the point that he tried to use identity politics on being rich. You know? So he's like, oh, people oh, are only yeah. going after Owen Murphy and myself because we're rich. Yeah, and yeah. it's such a shame that Sinn Fein would do this. And it was such a, like, <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Are you seriously <laughs> taking that angle? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, he he's just, he's all, I mean, I don't want to say he's like. A s- hey, people are defensive of the rich. Yeah, well, you know, he yeah, was. there. They're, they're like, they feel threatened by these working
2: class people, you know? And, you but know he I mean? was, it, it was they'd be, a, like, they'd be like, even though they're like, maybe just middle class people, they'd be like, yeah, hang on. I you know, what's wrong with the rich? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was I thinking about it recently with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They paid their tire you know. They, they worked hard it's and all that, like, the you know. The,
1: the point about.
2: It, it would work, like, it's not such a foolish move by Leo to kind of. This,
1: but the thing about that. Owen Murphy was. His point was that people were saying he couldn't do his job because he was. Posh. Yeah. Posh. Yeah. And he was saying he's qualified to do his job. Yeah. So it's not like he was saying, oh, you know. You couldn't say that about a black person. You know what I mean? It was—I don't think it was identity like politics. He's just—no,
2: it is a kind of it because he's saying like, like you can't just use our wealth against us. That's what he's saying. Yeah,
0: but it? also like the thing is, it, Owen Murphy has proven that he is removed from the situation because of the last budget as well. You know, yeah. well, well, I mean, like I said, you know, but like this type of thing of going, after, you know, tackling the rent, uh, the housing crisis by appealing to landlords instead of talking with people who are literally marching in the streets, saying, like, this is some, these are solutions. But, uh, God, I had a thing, I thought there, oh, yeah, yeah. What I meant to say is that, like, uh, with the presidential election, I always think about it, like, you know, Michael D. Higgins gets voted in, in, like, kind of a landslide, basically, you know? Well, you know, very, yeah. I think, anyway, the point, let's say he gets overwhelmingly voted in. And I always feel like, um, when people are choosing somebody who's meant to be like a kind of in a ceremonial position, they uh, go after the people that they think should run the country. But then, when they're voting for their representatives, they're like voting for people who they think probably have to run the country because it's like, well, they've got money and they know what they're doing. And it's like, as much as I hate them, I know that like you know presumably. If, uh, you know, that their approach to it and their kind of capitalist kind of thing, that, that is do. more comforting to know that that's a politician instead of like somebody who says runs on a platform of the arts or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, would you want the poor kind of running the bank? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's the question, you know, but I think, I mean, yeah. would I? I like, I don't think he could do any worse than the fucking bankers running the bank. I mean, like, ah, I think he could. I think, like, people who, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think, fucking at this stage, I'd give anything a go because more, uh, more. Are you?
2: Yeah. Sorry. Huh? Argue your point. I just argued. it was this. Ah. I think oh. he could.
0: That's arguing the point. Country ah. style. Yeah. That's enough of an argument. Like. Yeah. know, uh. oh, I think I am very like flawed and naive in it, but at the same time, I was like, I've we've spent years of. I know this is such a stupid way to think about it because it's literally what got Trump elected, but, you know, this idea of, like, <laughs> you know, hey, he the money exactly, men... Yeah. yeah, the money <laughs> men have, have done this the whole time and we were broke and broke again, so why not hand it to some fucking artist to try and figure shit out and at least have some sort of different approach and be creative about something, do you know what I mean? And especially somebody but who's... But would be, like,
2: like watching yeah. soccer and then, you know... Th- Irish soccer team are doing terrible and they're like get the rugby lads in there <laughs> yeah. get the rugby like you can't you just, you're stuck with the soccer
3: players so you that can't might actually work though I oh would it yeah
0: well I mean like imagine it'd be more like because they're Johnny so still.
3: bad you know, they can't get any worse they actually couldn't get any worse
0: Yeah. but then the other thing that's it's different it'd I, yeah. be like if instead of sorry it'd be like instead what? of um, what? What? you're having you're what? having a match no. like a football no. team yeah Sorry, no, I just wanted to say, what well, <laughs> I wanted to respond to his argument, because he was like, oh, it'd be like replacing the entire football team with rugby people. was like, no, it'd be like replacing the coach with a rugby coach, do you know what I mean? And I mean, just it bad. might not be, like, it's it not, might be... They've never
2: done that in sport.
0: Yeah, but it's like, if there was different disciplines and stuff, like, um, you know, you'd never might, know what, might something bring, might add might, to it. You they know? might
2: bring the rugby fella in for advice on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. But... The, the soccer guy is sticking at the helm, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm just saying that, like, Oh, no, do you know what? Actually, I'm going to argue the point. You're right, yeah. The, for the GEA, they've been bringing a lot of basketball coaches yeah, right. recently, and they've really revolutionised the game at GEA. Yeah, basketball coaches. Yeah,
3: yeah and the Tony Gall manager went up to Celtic, isn't he? Yeah, he manages the soccer team, yeah. He's a professional soccer... He, he managed a soccer team in, in
2: China recently, Jim McGinnis. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah so there you go
1: you agree with
2: Gary. I'm saying that maybe we we should have broadened the analogy and not said like the rugby player comes in to manage the soccer team but the um, the poet manages like he wouldn't put okay, right, a yeah, really right. great poet managing the soccer team um, well, that might work as well wouldn't it? I <laughs> mean like it depends <laughs> but it's like you Mourinho <laughs> know, Mourinho was a was a psychiatrist there you go I mean like that's what I'm talking he about he was like, a psychiatrist he, had, he didn't even play soccer he didn't but then why does it soccer. work the other
3: way as well as in like all oh, the minister was a sorry, who? Albert Camus a goalkeeper Albert Camus He was a soccer player That became a Good. goalkeeper yeah.
2: But and you know Pope, like The Pope was a soccer player At one stage as well All Pope of the John ministers Paul. For Pope arts John Paul yeah He played in goals For some very big uh, Polish yeah. team
4: All of the arts ministers well, Have been like accountants, like accountants Maybe we have to broaden like, okay, no, We I'm have to this
2: out further Right so yeah. so the Pope, The poet isn't extreme enough So to take over The soccer team How about the um, uh, A school teacher Now that's not broad enough No school teachers Could do it I mean, what's, the, just most saying, most what's the most broad? Well, like maybe how the about this? How about this?
1: Isn't working. You know, maybe, no no no, maybe no, no, maybe no 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 it can, can, a can a work.
2: It can definitely work. We can make it change. work. No, we can definitely make it work. Hang on. So you got so the soccer team.
3: team. Loads of school teachers are politicians, isn't it? Well. That's true. And, and then and they they run the country. Yeah. What about a nun? What about a doctor? We've got a run the
1: country. What about a nun? Being a soccer coach? A nun being a No nuns would be bad at it.
2: They will be bad
1: no, I'm not talking school. about that That's a teacher I'm talking about one of the nuns yeah. Who sits in a cloister all day
2: Like they've spent all their lives In a cloister Saying their prayers Yeah And then suddenly <laughs> like, They're like, put into a dressing <laughs> like, room With a whole load of like Murphy Soccer hey? players
0: why don't we just have somebody who's like in a basement and has never seen a TV or a mirror or anything? And like, okay. how would they do that? I how mean would like, they run the country? Yeah, exactly. So,
3: but like, that's what I was going to say. Is in like with the arts, point. the that's arts minister. That's
2: literally your point.
0: <laughs> that was your point
2: the
3: first time. Well, I'm talking about <laughs> why not get someone in get a basement? So, get, get someone from the Andaman Islands. Yeah. Why don't? I, and, that's and, where the center the center of these people. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, why stick to this Ca- country? Catch them and drop them into the doll, you know? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and say, let's get... go. Or the They're, bank. Let's get cracking. The bank. Yeah. They don't need it, because it's just numbers isn't it? in
0: the bank anyway. <laughs> 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 That's <laughs> a universal language. A bunch of numbers. I'm sure they uh, do, but only racist. as far up as ten, you know? You're racist. <laughs> You're big <laughs> racist. <laughs> 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 they don't... <laughs> <laughs> they all live in one island. There's
1: like
2: ten. Islands? They count
1: the islands? They do they live on one island. The fingers count their fingers. They can at least count. You don't head. need to count your fingers. <laughs> you see, they can't even. C- like they, they, what do you need? Why do? They would not have
3: abstract thoughts, you know. Uh, they might. So they, d- they don't have numbers. They definitely have abstract. They don't, ha- don't have language. right? They have language. They talk yeah. about something. Body language, like. What? <laughs>
1: like hands. Yeah, yeah. I don't.
3: I don't. They agree point out that. food, and someone else walks over and picks it up. <laughs> but they can
1: follow the finger, you think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't agree with that now I think <laughs> They don't even say it they just
2: like I yeah. think that's too They just intuitively know how to live They kind of
3: Save targets <laughs> to slag Like They're not going <laughs> <laughs> to What? I
1: listener <laughs> <laughs> The yeah. I don't want to get A letter in From the Sentinelese <laughs> When they learn how to write That'd
3: be class if we did. it would be cool. Just to prove you wrong Yeah, yeah. yeah. We well, get oh.
1: emails in from. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever Go away <laughs> Might as well we're loving
2: islands, aren't we? This is a big island team.
1: Our first episode was about islands, actually. Yeah.
0: Ah, lovely. Do you
2: think? Yeah. We're deep diving about politics. It's never ending. No, we should go to this exhibition by Ani McBride. Fantastic, wonderful artist. Don't
1: Advertise it she hasn't told anyone else about it.
2: No, no, fantastic, wonderful artist. Only oh. McBride is an exhibition, it closes at half four, so you've got literally as too late because this isn't a live broadcast.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> too late, but we better go to it. All right, thanks very much. And uh, they're gonna get on a space show because we're in space. All right, goodbye <coughs> at Cyber. The sound
4: of the doors closing and them leaving. Goodbye, thank you. Oh, he's still here. He's thank you. <laughs>